This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to Jesse. And right now I'm joined by Mary Holm, personal finance expert. Hello. Hello, Jesse. Nice to uh, have you in. We've got a Thank you. bit of an announcement to make at the end of this conversation. We do. Scott, I'm quite excited about it. Are you? Are you oh, excited about very. it? Very. Mm. It's, it's the most exciting thing that's happened in years. Yeah. Well, you know, um, just thinking though about beauty queens yeah. and songs, um, you know, with all the changes that have happened, we don't get male beauty kings, no. do we? And, I mean, there still seem to be some beauty queen contests mm. going on, not nearly as many as when I was <laughs> yeah. 20, but they're still there. It's interesting. And then we need to have LGBTQ um, king, queen, another word for them, perhaps. Yes, there is some um, diversity, but it's still the, the the main, the most popular, and the ones you hear about are, yeah. are still the traditional well, ones. Yeah. yeah, still sending that message that to, to young girls that, Looks are all that matters. Probably because there's still yeah. men with money willing to put them on. Yeah, yeah. Donald, is, Donald Trump ran Miss Universe. Did he? Yeah, yeah. this is getting very depressing. <laughs> Let's get past it. Uh, okay. On to, um, yeah. I'm excited about your topic today. Yeah, well, I'm wanting to talk about online share trading, but I do need to say right up front that I am not myself an online share trader. Mm-hmm. I'm still chugging away, putting the regular amount into my into my passive very share boring. fund and have very been doing boring. it forever. Yes, yeah. it's very boring. But it's worked um, out okay for you. Yeah, it has. Yes, it sure has over the years. But um, and I'm so I'm not an expert on the you know how to share, share trade online, trade shares online. Um, but I do want to recommend. The Money Hub website for people who are wanting to look at m- oh, yeah. more about the, the it's a really good website. I've been using it more lately. He he does comparisons of a whole lot of different types of financial stuff, including online share trading. Wow. And so you can come in and um, find out how. I mean, the main platforms in New Zealand seem to be Sharesies, Hatch. Invest now and stake, and on that website they've got comparisons of all of them. So if people are trying to work out which one's the best one to use, mm. I suspect they've probably each got their different strengths and weaknesses. But, and I think it's overall a really neat phenomenon that 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 New Zealand has got back into taking an interest in buying and selling shares. And you know because it, it died out and after the eighty-seven share crash. And it's taken a long, long time, mm. time to to revive. Um, and the thing about these <coughs> these online platforms is you can do it with really small amounts of money. Yeah. And you can drip feed regular amounts in. Some of them cater for children. Um, so it's so different from having to go through a sort of formal share broker and paying brokerage fees that you it's know just used not to worth mean, it for small trades. No, is that? that's right. It didn't used to didn't used to work. But but recently the Financial Services Council did a survey that found that just under forty percent of adult New Zealanders are using or planning to use what they're calling micro investing platforms. Um, 
So that's one and a half million people are using them or planning to yeah. use them, so they're getting really common. Um, predictably um, more younger, more young people than older people, although certainly not, not all, um, more men than women. And the men, this is probably a bit predictable too, they, they said they liked to do it because it was easy to use and fun. Whereas the women had tended to have more sort of serious reasons why they wanted to use these platforms. One was that it's just a better investment for them. I don't know better than what, but mm. um, and another was they wanted to improve their financial knowledge. Um, they but they also women were also more likely to do it because they know other people who are doing it. So that's kind of interesting. Mm. Um, you're hearing about a friend who's who's trading online, yeah. and so but so while I'm not an expert on the nuts and bolts of it. And, and I know there's heaps of information online about that anyway. People can get that from all over the place. But I had five basic messages that I thought people who are getting into share trading this way might need to have the, these underlined, their sort of share right. investment basics that people might forget. Um, the first one is that a good company is not necessarily a good investment. And actually, you and I talked about this point not that long ago at all. Yeah. Um, how a company might be run really well and they might have great future prospects, but if the share price... If, if everybody knows that, the share price is likely to be higher than it would have been if they weren't didn't have such good prospects. Yeah, I saw a and billboard advertising... Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, a billboard advertising one of these services. I think they had something that was targeted at children and they said invest yes. in these companies. And the billboard it had Netflix, Apple, Spotify... Really? These four cool companies. Yeah. Um, it wasn't advising you to invest in them, but it was saying... If you sign up to us, you can invest in companies yes. like this, um, yep. and that's not what you should be doing, right? You shouldn't not be in, really. you shouldn't be investing in the cool companies, the ones that you happen to know the names of. <clears throat> not, not really. Unless the thing about this is that if you're doing it for fun, or you're doing it with just a little bit of money on the side, and you want to um, just, you know, take an interest in in what's going on in the business world, and yeah. so you're investing a little bit of your money in companies that you like. There's nothing wrong with that, mm. but probably more fun you, than you know playing lotto. Yeah, well, yeah, it could. <laughs> put yeah. ten bucks, put ten bucks into this instead. Have a bit of control over your destiny. Yeah, yeah. yes, and, and it's more of an ongoing thing. And so there's nothing nothing wrong with that. But if you are looking to put serious amounts of your, say, retirement savings or your house deposit mm. into a company because you think it's got good prospects. It's not necessarily a good investment. A good investment is one where the price is low relative to the prospect and the quality of the management, etc. And, of course, ordinary people can't know that. Um, so that's why I always say that the rule number two is... is to decide about diversification, I didn't. I decided not to say you should diversify <laughs> because some people deliberately don't um, because they do want to zero in on a few companies. And once again, if you're not doing it with huge amounts of your total savings, there's nothing really wrong with that. But just be aware that trying to pick individual shares and investing in just one or a few shares is not... Um, the optimal thing to do in terms of, of you know, long-term yeah. maximising your investment. But, you know, if, as long as you know that and you've said, no, blow it, I don't care what Mary and Jessie say, I'm going to go and put, all, put, put a little bit of my money into a company I like 
because I want to do that and I want to get their the shareholder information and all of that, we'll go for it. Just know what you're doing. Mm. But but by the way, if you do want to diversify, which is my recommendation, really, um, a lot of these platforms will let you invest in share funds as well. And so you don't just have to invest in individual companies. Through them, you can invest in exchange-traded funds, mm. which are, you know, and I like the passive ones, the index funds. You can get into New Zealand and international ones through, I think, all of these platforms. Mm. So it's not as if by doing online share trading you can't invest in a wide range of shares. Okay, yeah, good yeah. one. Um, third one is, is um, these are all awfully basic. Shares are for the long term um, rather than for the short term. For, for 10 years or more, ideally, um, and don't bail out when the markets go bad. That's such an important message, and we did, you know, we saw it in the COVID crash that people bailed out. Um, so you've got to be in there for the long haul if you want to do well at this, unless you are wanting to to basically gamble to try and time the markets and get in. Say this is a good time for me to get into the market. This is a good time for me to get out. Some people. Um, buy when the market's gone down rather than so they're not panicking when the market's gone down they're doing the opposite they're getting in and buying more um and the the research shows they that they're not going to do as well over the long term but they might have more fun out of it i mean you know we can't deny that this online share trading for a lot of people is is an entertainment really yeah. and some of them might in a be... way that it never was before and so you've got to yes. change your traditional rules about share investing right well I don't really change the rules, but I'd like to acknowledge that it is a, it's kind of a whole different activity, investing for the long haul in a widely diversified share mm. fund um, to maximise your retirement income or your house deposit versus um, having a little fling on the side like on the horses almost. Mm. Um, it, 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 people can do that, and you'll probably do a lot better than you will on the horses because... On average, the average share investor does gain over the long haul. And although if you're flicking in and out and you're paying a few fees, even if they're quite low on the way, that can, can make it even harder. But um, Funny that we're, um, maybe you're coming to this, this is out of order, but... No, that's right. Anyone looking at whether to have a go at one of these things, if they looked at the share market's performance over the last 10 years, yes. they'll be thinking, oh, this is... Too it's good to be true. Yep. Yeah. It's just it gone is. up and up and up yeah, and up has. and up. Except I should COVID. be putting my money into the yep. Except Even for COVID, COVID, what, three months it was Well, that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was quite an alarming downturn. Yeah. I think it was about 30%. It was quite alarming for a little while there. Mm. But um, it's kind of faded now on, on the New Zealand market and on the world mm. markets. It's, things have come back again. And, you know, we won't have as good a run over the next 10 years. For, you can be pretty certain because it's been an extraordinarily good run over the last 10. Um, <clears throat> there will be downturns. There always are. But... Um, and so that brings us to, we sort of got almost said rule number four, which is that traders are not winners. On average, they're not. On average, people who are in and out of the market doing it for entertainment do quite a lot worse than the people who get in and stay in. And <clears throat> there's been lots of research to show that over the years in different countries. But once again, if you, you know, you could say, oh, well, I'm not going to do as well um, because I'm flicking in and out of the market, but I'm getting entertainment out of it. And it might be a fairly cheap form of entertainment. You know, so mm. just as long as people have their eyes open. And then, 
couple of final points. Well, the main one here is people. I get I get letters sometimes from people saying, "Should I go for value shares or growth shares?" And the beginning, the 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 basis of those are value shares are ones that are cheap. They're sort of good value, but that that are regarded by so-called experts as being cheap at the moment. How would which you is, know? Well, exactly. How would you know? Whereas growth shares are the ones that have grown a lot in recent times, and at least you've got the data on that. Um, and the research on that shows that in some periods value shares do better and in some periods growth shares do better, and there's no way of knowing what the future holds. And so getting... You know people get in and read all kinds of... heaps of stuff online about that kind of stuff. Um read it and and follow what somebody says if you want to, but just be aware that the chances... You, you're actually better off just getting into a very broad-ranged, broad-ranging share fund that's got both in it. Um, and the same with some people saying, well, should I get into shares that pay dividends a lot, pay high dividends and pay them frequently, or the ones that don't... The ones that do tend to be older, more sort of established companies... A lot of the new companies don't pay any dividends at all. Sometimes they're not even making any profits yet. Mm. You know, they're, they're they're putting all their all yeah. their income into into growing. Um, once again, the research on all of these things tends to show that over time, the um, it, one does well, one type of share does well for a while, and then another type of share does well. Mm. And so, don't get too caught up in the hype about all these different things and be awfully aware that some of the people that are telling you stuff online might have a vested interest in, in, in telling you. Um, I mean, you get clever people who might um, buy a company, buy quite a lot of shares in a company and then go online and say to everyone else, hey, hey, this is the company we should all be getting yeah. into um, and push the price up by hyping it like that So simply so they can sell it a profit. And beware um, of FOMO. Um, Yes, yes, exactly. Fear of if you're out. online and yes. all the people that you're following are saying, "Oh, you got to get into this share. Yes. I've made such and such in just two weeks." Yep, that's that's a, a sign that the if if that's what's happened, lots of people have got into that share. They push the price up because whenever a lot of people get into a share, they push the price up, and um, so you, you're buying at a at a high price, which is never going to get you rich. There's one other little point I just wanted to make. And I'll that just is, uh, share with our listeners, by the way, Lewis Clearbert just got fourth in the 200-metre uh, semi-final at the Olympics. I'm presuming oh, that means he'll go through to the final. Fourth, yeah, yeah. OK. It's not great, not terrible. Oh, hang on. What have I done wrong here? Sorry, I may have got that wrong. Jesse's just sitting in the studio. Maybe I was looking at the fourth lane. I apologise, everyone. Oh. This is why I shouldn't be in charge of sports news. Strike that Can't for now. He may one. have come seventh after all. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yes. Someone um, else will tell us. Sorry, um, one more point to make. Just one me. more point. Yeah. Um, before today, somebody sent you an email that said, can Mary give us an opinion on some investment that included the word Forex, mm -hmm. which stands for foreign exchange, in oh, the yeah. title? And... Foreign exchange investments, I would say, look, stay away from them. They, On average, foreign exchange is a zero-sum game, which means for every dollar one person makes, another person loses a dollar. And it's just a pure gamble, whereas with shares are not a zero-sum game. On average, people, the average person makes money out of them because companies are growing, but not so with foreign exchange. I would... I would just advise everybody, actually, to just stay away from any foreign exchange investments. They're 
not likely to... If you might be lucky, and you might be very unlucky, so give him a miss, okay. I think. Yeah. No, I feel like I've got confirmation that Lewis Kleber came forth, but I'm just a little reluctant <laughs> to share it with you. Um, so I'll save it for the 4pm news. It's hard to keep track of that while I'm oh, doing something gosh. else. And you've probably got somebody on real tenterhooks now. <laughs> you know, if you're interested, perhaps you. you already know, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. Hey, so our announcement, Mary. Yes. Do you want to make it, Jesse? Okay. Money Week is coming up. Uh, and Mary and I thought it would be an interesting opportunity to uh, take the pulse of the nation, find out how much New Zealanders know about money, find out what the basic financial literacy is among New Zealanders. And so the two of us have designed a little financial literacy quiz. Yes, yeah. Called Lucky it's, 13. It's called Lucky 13. 13 questions, some of them easy peasy, mm. and some of them perhaps a little bit more challenging and and to having a look at people's prejudices out there. Mm. So next time I'm on, which is two weeks from now, which is right in the middle of Money Week, the Commission for Financial Capabilities yeah. Money Week, we'll be going through the questions and answers. But before that, people will be able to test themselves. So Absolutely. maybe you should say how. Yeah, well, we're going to put the quiz online on Tuesday next week, folks. We'll give you plenty of warning. I'll get Mary onto the show uh, and give it a proper launch, but uh, that'll be something to look forward to on Tuesday next week. The quiz will be yes. live, and then Thursday um, after that one, uh, we'll be back with the answers. On so the Thursday, two weeks yeah. from, t- from, from today. today, we'll be talking through the answers to make sure everyone understands the ones they didn't get right. It's been fun yeah, putting cool. it together too. Yeah, it yeah. has, yes. Okay. Thanks, Mary. Mary Holm, personal finance expert, with uh, some uh, ideas on entering that online share trading world.